0: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, Heather, and we are continuing the aesthetic series with my guest who's been on the show before, but a lot has changed since then, which we can talk about a little bit more later. Yeah. This is Missy. She's another injector in the DFW area. Tell us a little bit about yourself and also your new podcast that you started. Awesome. So I am Missy Bowie.
1: I work for a med spa in Preston Hollow called Bella MD. I have been injecting for about five years now. I have been in the med spa industry, though, for... Gosh, I hate to say it because I feel like I'm old, but 12 years, 11, 12 years now. So I started as an esthetician and then I went off to laser school and then from laser school um, started working for a plastic surgeon and kind of got to see more of the injectable side of things. And got intrigued and, and then from there it kind of spurred off with training and, and yeah. So, and now I just do injectables. Um, I love it. Yeah. So I've kind of played different roles in the industry and have helped open at spa, med spas and consulted. And I've been solo for a time and, you know, just have worn all the hats except all for owner, them. which is one hat that I'm like, well, I don't want to hold.
0: But, I, I mean, I knew I learned about you a long time ago. Um, because you were working in a place that offered brow services Ugh. and it was, we can shout them out because I hate them. So no, let's just, uh, we don't, yeah. we're going to be professional. The best response That's is no fine. response. I learned okay. that. I learned that every day and it's such a struggle, but that but was anyway, a
1: brief six months of my life brief, before I
0: realized it no was brief there, but I did, I did take note of your work and so far on the series, I've had legitimate badasses, and you definitely fall into that category. So, um, I'm so glad to have you on again. Um, I guess, yeah, no. Tell us a little bit about your new podcast because before you were doing something different.
1: Yeah, well, so I had a podcast, the Dirty Minds podcast, which Heather was on uh, before, and then I was was on the
0: shit show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two injectors walking a bar. If you want to hear that episode, it's still (laughs) out. Um, But so I did that, um, and it just that was supposed to be done with a specific co-host and it was supposed to go a little differently. And then life happens. And unfortunately I lost a consistent co-host. And so it just got to be where it was more stress on me than anything, trying to do everything by myself. Cause you you mean starting
0: a podcast
1: isn't easy and not everybody should do it. Everyone feels like you just sit in front of a camera and that's just it. Yeah. There's like nothing else to it. No. Yeah. So it was a lot considering I, you know, am a mom of two and I run Explore Box and I'm an injector. And so, um, I shot one of my last two episodes with, uh, my now co-host Nicola Ivy. And so she, we just had great chemistry. We were already friends and we had wanted to kind of, um, do something together, but we hadn't quite figured out what that was, what we wanted to do together yet. And so, um, the episode went so great that that night we were like, fuck it. This is it. This is what we're going to do. We're going to do a podcast together. Did we just become co-host? Basi- yeah, it was one of those moments. Yeah. I love that. It That's one romantic. Of those um, and so I decided to stop Dirty Minds. All the episodes are still on the platforms, but um, I just, decided, that was just more.
0: Which uh, are all entertaining
1: as hell. So. I mean, yeah, if you haven't listened, the Dirty Minds podcast is still out there. Um, I just haven't shot, I won't be shooting any more further episodes, but. The new one's called, uh, don't call us pretty. And we really talk about, um, different, a lot of more just like entrepreneurial things. We want every listener to be able to walk away with a tip, whether it's on dating starting a business, um, you know, managing time, time management as a business owner, a mom, a wife, um, You know, just we talk funny stuff. I I
0: mean, it's just kind of like an all around just grab a glass of wine or
1: tequila and it's it's literally like
0: listening to my best friends at happy hour.
1: It's exactly what. Yeah. And that's kind of relatable.
0: Yeah. So I love that. All right. So. Rewind. Tell us about Explore Box, because you just, oh. you know, just a shameless plug there. Because okay, I you. mean, you sent me one, and I completely failed at my <laughs> deal. And I, I was so distracted by the items in the Explore Box that I, they I got totally used forgot. Too fast. Yeah, they got used too fast. I couldn't give a good review on them.
1: Um, yeah, so Explore Box is a company I launched January first, twenty twenty, and it is a quarterly subscription box that delivers intimate items uh, such as wellness, intimate items, and um, exploration. Vibrators, basically. Toys, lubes, um, pH balancing wipes. Uh, We include stuff for the guys. So there's like, you know. Actually, the current box has ball wash in it, which is basically just body wash, <laughs> but it's charcoal activated. It's great for the ball sack. So I don't it's know, amazing. Um, but yeah, so it's de- dis- delivered discreetly to your door, so you don't have to worry about going to the store to go buy lubricants or new toys you might want to
0: try. Um, it's all high-end quality medical grade silicone. It's just um, it yeah. was it was the first subscription box that I sprinted out of my house to go get (laughs) she was pretty excited she texted (laughs) me the day I was like oh my god Um, well I mean that was back in in single dating days and you know because you were on my show like way back in. yeah it was in the beginning way back during COVID and we talked about dating disasters and to this day was one of my favorite episodes and so i feel like we've come so far because now we're both in relationships yeah yeah we're both happily in relationships and yeah um still being
1: amazing badass moms and still working and doing all the things wearing all the hats all the
0: hats just doing it better now it looks it <laughs> looks like i have it all together on the outside on the inside i'm like, Fuck. Don't you love that? Holy shit. Yeah, no, we do a good job (laughs) holding it together. So I got you on and I'm really excited. So we're doing the aesthetic series on sex, love, and injectables. I feel like this is the more mature, planned out version of sex, love, and injectables. Before this, before the big break, it was all just about more personal stuff and dating which i still will do dating disasters they just won't be my own anymore it'll yeah. be what nicola brings all listeners... the ones to our podcast because i'm oh. not single anymore
1: so i, I don't have any. so
0: okay settled when <laughs> we do bring, when we do that nicola topic again have her share hers. <laughs> yes she can just share it for all of us and we can just sit here and be like god thank, she's thank god
1: one. she's got some damn
0: good ones the da- it, the dating pool is a struggle pool a recent one is
1: amazing but yeah you need to get her on for that episode. The suspense. Like, I want to know, but I, I guess can't. we need to wait. I can't. We got to uh, wait. It's her
0: It's her craziness to talk about. You guys so. need to subscribe to <laughs> Don't Call Us Pretty so you can hear that story. All right. So we're doing the aesthetic series. And, and basically, this is all about your treatment plan that has been wrapped up in a pretty bow to try to make it as simplified as possible. Because it is overwhelming to try to figure out what we need to be doing to age the most gracefully that we can and it is not olive oil i mean i'll call JLo out i can't even believe she did that it was rude first of all because the first thing i grabbed was my olive oil and took a bath in it and nothing happened i look the same
1: if she thinks i mean she really must think that's like that just i know there's a lot of not so
0: smart people out there but come on i mean and the before and afters that came out after like i mean come on
1: come on on of lo We get trying to plug your own product,
0: but like that's a that's a stretch. I used to be like I'm trying to help you age like JLo. lo Now I don't say that cuz uh-uh. she lost I lost she's the reason why I have trust issues I'm now. i gonna- to try and make you age like jennifer aniston at least she admits that shit yes absolutely so aesthetic series we've talked about you know taking a four-prong approach with people and that includes a lot of buckets that you have to dip your toe into and we've really we've talked about all of them but i brought you on because missy You have a lot of experience in this. There's a lot of myths that are out there about injectables. And, like, I have goosebumps right now because I got so (laughs) triggered looking at the myths because I hear them almost on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. And I have to debunk them or just give factual information. So the way this is going to work for this show, I'm going to just read a myth. You're going to say true or false. I will do the same. And then let's talk about it a little bit more. Okay. So if you're listening, keep listening because if you're listening, keep on listening. Because there's a there's a lot of information that I think is useful yes. for not, not just injectors, but also, I meant to say that backwards, not just clients, but also injectors because you guys, injectors, are also spreading some false information that I have to correct whenever they come to my office. I don't know everything, but I'll be like, I'm not too prideful to where if... I don't know an answer. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, no, it's because they yeah. definitely diluted your Botox. I'm gonna be like, let's um, let Hypothetically me let me get speaking, back to you once I get option. the answer. <laughs> Hypothetically, <laughs> there's c- several things that could have happened, and so, anyways, yeah. on to that. So I'm just going to start reading these off. Okay, perfect. All right. So the first one is filler causes the skin to stretch out. False. False. Okay. So
1: and I love putting this. Somebody well known injector recently um posted this and I reshared it on my thing. Who knows? I might have stole it from your page. I don't remember. I don't know. I've
0: been stealing all of your motivational just as a side um, note, your motivational things. I'm like, a... damn yeah. I used to tag you but now I'm just like it's hey, fine. you do that. You take that.
1: All right. Sorry. I probably Red didn't create hole. it myself anyway. So I well, took it from somebody else. Pinterest. <laughs> They're pretty, I mean they were pretty <laughs> motivating. So I'm like, yeah. Um so when people talk about The filler stretches your face or your skin and that if you just stop doing it, they think that your face is just going to be a saggy mess. Okay. The amount of filler in a full syringe is about the amount of a blueberry. So I want everyone, if you have blueberries in your fridge to go grab one and tell me. This is interactive. Go get a blueberry right now. So tell me if when your injector says you need a full syringe minimum per side of your four inch long cheek if you feel as though the volume in that blueberry is enough for you to see a difference and then t- get back to me um I'll i think wait. especially <laughs> when it comes to lips people think full syringe is going to give you duck lips and it's not a full syringe how i probably have 20 in my face and you can oh, bet yeah. if i stopped doing it my skin's not going to be saggy i'm going to just look
0: I don't know. Like Like, you did before. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm glad that you said that because it it ignited this whole system in my brain that's been struggling today because it feels like Monday for me. All right. So does filler stretch the tissue out? No, it does not. And exactly like you said, you say blueberry. I say one full syringe is a fifth of a teaspoon, which is the equivalent to if you look at a teaspoon, it's a packet of ketchup. So divide that into fifths, and that's what oh, that's you have a for a syringe of filler. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use the blueberry one. Just, a blueberry is so just like, change it up a little bit. Yeah,
1: I've recently posted that, and then I've been using that exactly because you get that part. So think about how many blueberries you'd have to put in your face to stretch your skin to a point of no return. Okay. Blueberry cells are about to increase exponentially. (laughs) Nobody's putting that much filler in their face. at And it just, even then, I still don't even think if you put 20 syringes in, it would
0: do that. It just isn't. It's not a thing. It all depends. It all depends on your injector. And we'll get into that. So, you know, the thing is, because you'll have people that'll tell their friends. "My My friend of Aunt Sally's cousin's mother's, you know, sister had filler and then she let it dissolve out and her skin looked more saggy and you know stretched out than it did. Let's go take a trip. Let's take a trip to anatomy school and just think about how, you know, part of the aging process naturally you're gonna lose volume. Mm-hmm. So if you stop, let's say you did filler for 10 years and then you decide to stop, you're going to look a little bit more sunken and a little more saggy than you did before because you've aged a decade. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to see a little bit less volume and your skin's going to be saggy, not because of the filler. The filler wasn't causing your skin to stretch out, which there are cases where it has. And in those cases, that's negligent injections that exactly. should have never not been the done. Same plane or zone of where it should no, be. If you're doing, case. if you're doing it appropriately, your skin's going to go back to its natural form, but it, it might be a little bit more aged than when you started. So that's that's my answer for that. Right. So the answer is false. At the end of the day, it does not do that. The
1: natural aging process still happens, though, which is why injectables help slow the process. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to stop the process. It's it doesn't do it doesn't work
0: that way. All right. General consensus is false, and we're experts, so you can believe You'd us. Better listen. <laughs> I don't want to get Botox. It's poison. Oh God, y'all. If anything, it's a protein.
1: False. Be technical. The answer is false. It is not poison in your body. It's not gonna like kill you. Yes, there are adverse events that happen based off of injection issues technique wise and injector like you know there's, yeah and there's ad, the
0: influencer right. that's trending right now on instagram that i know oh. you've seen oh her i eye client, fell off right i her, her, went to her titty her client a client came in and told me about it so then she sent
1: me the video and i was like <laughs> and then someone tagged me i was like this up. is why you go to missy so <laughs> this doesn't happen y'all shit happens okay it, nobody says that there's
0: not potential I, I need to knock on wood because i heard it was a reputable injector and the shit can happen to anybody but oh, that I don't know who it was. I don't know who it is. I just I, like if you say if you say anything bad, I saw I some trolls that are like, she's reputable. So I'm no, like, it could if you if you actually read your consent forms. Well, and if and sometimes those things happen
1: because patients aren't compliant. There's certain protocol you have to follow as a patient after your injections with a toxin in your forehead that keep those things from happening. So if that patient wasn't compliant and she left there and she went and put a hat Mm -hmm. on her head for the next eight hours and played a volleyball game or played Tried to push her
0: post-injection buttons down immediately.
1: Yes. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the injector. There are things that happen. And it's not always on the injector even. And yeah, that's a risk that you take. That's why you sign that consent. However, um, is it poison? No, it wouldn't be legal. People wouldn't be doing it, and there if it was poison. If we're like nobody's yeah, just... and
0: y'all be putting a lot more poisonous things in your body than Botox. Okay. Let me just tell you. Let me tell you. Just spend a night out in Dallas in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, talk about uh, poison.
0: Yes. So, I mean, I've put a lot of Fireball in my body, and that definitely is more dangerous than Botox. So, my response is to that. Ibuprofen is more dangerous than Botox. Mm -hmm. Botox is a, it's a purified protein. Mm -hmm. Too much of it, like everything is not good for you. So, you know, it's not, it just because it's called botulin toxin does not mean that it's poison. And I would get really scientific with everybody, but I really feel like it would be super boring. So just Mm -hmm. know that it's, it's very safe. And well,
1: and if your concern is poison, there are other toxins out there that are Technically, and I mean, vegans yeah. is safe for vegans, gluten free. Like it's the I don't even you you would know the science part of it's, that one, but I mean, don't ask me
0: right now. It's I mean, the, I can find out. Technically, the the if there is such
1: a thing as the cleanest toxin <laughs> or whatever, it has less processed right ingredients. So well, like less preservatives, right? Yeah,
0: less processed. I'm um, gonna talk about it like it's a canned food.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, essentially, so, like, okay, if that's your concern is, like, you think it's whatever, then, okay, use Xiamen. It's,
0: like, the, yeah, you know.
1: It's, it's not, the organic it have the version. version. Yeah, there we go. Well, this that's is good because
0: next, next week the president or vice president of MERS is going to join us and talk about all of their wonderful products. So we will stay tuned because we will get your answer please at that have time them, yeah explain that yeah explain the big biggest differences on that so yeah. um yeah so final answer on that is it's not poisonous and you guys go through drive-thrus those are more poison than anything else okay don't even try to lie about that i had That's somebody not... that was like i don't eat drive-thru i'm like you have kids you i know that sure you've eaten, eaten mcdonald's before
1: Watch what's that Netflix documentary where that uh, McDonald's hamburger doesn't age for like or doesn't melt. I, I didn't for like watch it because I didn't want
0: to not um, eat some McDonald's at some point, or at least my it kids definitely ruined it for me. Have, so. Like, you have kids, you know, those moments whenever McDonald's isn't open, they're not okay.
1: when it's not open,
0: oh, when it's oh, yeah, or when oh, they when don't they have breakfast serving, or, or I don't know. Basically, they yeah. throw it's a meltdown mm-hmm. of highest proportions, so. For sure. At that point, yep. I'm not going to watch those documentaries. Every mom has had Because I'm going to continue going. I'm going to be like, you can't eat that. Your burger's never going to age. They're so like, I don't care. It's going to stay in your stomach for three years. <laughs> they don't give a shit. <laughs> no shits are given. <laughs> all right. So if you get filler mm-hmm. and you go to a new injector, so this is, will I have to dissolve all the filler that I have in order to inject more filler? False. However, Maybe, (laughs) maybe
1: depending on how shitty it
0: looks when you get to the new, what does it look like?
1: Uh, perfect example is a shelf above your lip. So when you smile and honestly, I'm a victim, I have, I have, I'm a victim of this. I'm a victim of myself. I have, um, I have the pockets that have developed. And so I almost, I migrate nearly every time I get my, to an extent, sometimes it's worse than others, but. I typically always migrate with my lip fillers. And I've had everyone do my lip fillers because I love everyone's work. And I'm, did you have to dissolve mine? No, I didn't. Okay, good. Uh-uh. Um, but I um I lose my train of thought. I'm sorry. Um it was So it was a so what an instance of where you would need to dissolve coming to a new injector. So if I get a new patient and she has a very hurt, she just has a lot of migration above her upper lip or below her lip, or, you know, there's really bad lumps or certain things that really aren't average of what you would want to see that, cr- that makes our job harder. Do we have to dissolve? No. But if I go in and try to give her this nice, pretty, lip, but she has all this weight from migrated filler, or she has a a lump from old filler, or it's migrated back into the, you know, the wet, dry area of your lip. I mean, those would be instances where, yes, I would say I need to dissolve this first, but it's not because of the product that's in there. And for the lack of wanting to, you know, not wanting to stack products, it's more because of the desired results, not going to be pretty stacking on top of something that's already migrated
0: or. Not in a good place. No, Not where it should good. be. I think it all depends on presentation, right? right? Presentation is key. So I feel like the two most common areas that need to be dissolved are lips and tear troughs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree they're, with that. they're both easy. Well, lips aren't too easy to mess up, but tear troughs are. Mm-hmm. So in regards to lips, because I do a lot of lips, you do a lot of lips too, and you do amazing work. A lot of the time, a lot of the times people will come in and you know they want to come see me because I like to do a really crisp vermilion mm-hmm. border, and you know they'll continue to get more and more filler mm-hmm. to try to make it more crispy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the correct it's word, defined. but it feels good. Cri- crispy is like my trademark. Okay. Like I'm making like, oh, crispy, okay. but defi- it is defined. But you know they say after they get injections they keep noticing their lips are pointing down and i'm like because it's already full mm-hmm. so if you put more in there it's just going to keep migrating right. up and pushing the lip down so you know dissolvers not that scary to and me
1: it's not even like i've had people i've had my own patients migrate from defining Same. a border too many times because they want that crisp edge. Be an injector and tell me that you can't you haven't dissolved, I've your dissolved own lip filler. I have dissolved my own lip filler and oh, i was yeah. confident enough to say that. But it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that sometimes these things happen because they want a, their vermilion border done or their Cupid's bow done every single time. And sometimes as an injector we need to just be better about saying no you don't need it. And I've gotten better about saying I I'm not doing no. it this time. But um Yeah you don't need it. It's always great that first time you do it for them. And they want that every time, but right. yeah, that's what happens. And that's what's happened to mine. Having mine done too many times it, now it migrates. <laughs> so now
0: I tell them, don't fucking touch my border. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't touch do my it. border. Just it's going to migrate. Just don't even do it. Don't exactly. Try. So final answer is maybe not yeah. false, but maybe. Yes. All right. So will Botox take away my expressions because I want my kids and husband to know when I'm mad at them. Um. This is a. This is not a false, but it's not a true because
1: you can do soft Botox. You can microdose to where you still move a little bit, and, and or you can be frozen where you don't have any. I mean, it just depends on what the client wants. I feel like you can. know, is it not going to? I mean, if you want no expression, I could give you no expression. <laughs> I
0: freeze the shit out of my face, and. Anybody that's around me still knows if I'm pissed off. I think that that is more than just these lines. I think that's honestly, that's just your husband's telling you not to get Botox. He just wants you to save money maybe. Yeah,
1: if that's, okay, yeah, so if that's the question, then yeah, no, it's not the Botox. But there's a way to achieve a softer look with some movement still but and not be frozen.
0: Yeah, I tell my clients, I'm a a very natural beauty-driven injector. But personally, I freeze the shit out of my face because I know what it looks. I'm very, I have a lot of expressions and Mm -hmm. I know what that leads to. So you can, you can change the amount of movement that you have with the dose that you do. So if you do a very high concentrated dose of Botox into certain muscles, you can make that muscle not move. Mm -hmm. You can do a lighter dose, the Botox sprinkle or whatever people want to call it. And you'll have less freezing. You'll have more movement, but it's not going to last as long. Right. So like, yeah, you're only getting like, so you're not getting a hundred percent correction. Right. It's just softening
1: those, how, how much activity is going on in that muscle. Exactly. So the answer to that is false ish. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're like thinking it's because people aren't going to know you're mad, raise your they voice. Will. Yeah. they'll
0: know you're mad. Well, I, I, like my eyebrows are trying to move right now. They're not, but this I feel is like the longest are. I've
1: gone without injections. P.S. I'm so noticed, embarrassed, but it's, did you, you I notice? noticed
0: your movement? I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I was is, like, if you need me to bring Botox next time, to the, Damn it. if you need me to bring Botox to the studio, I, I will. My lips are
1: fl- deflated. You don't have to my do filler. Are awful. You can do Botox still. I'm telling you. No, y'all, I had I'll a medical thing. Time. There's a reason that my face looks the way it does currently. Because <laughs> so no, right, anybody oh, that knows inappropriate me is like, movement. Missy's never moved this much. No,
0: no. I knew exactly <laughs> what you were feeling without even saying anything, which is like. <laughs> my lips are flat. And immediately like, are you okay? <laughs> Did somebody hurt you? <laughs> no, I just haven't had
1: my Botox yet. I mean, I haven't had Tear drops, Botox, cheeks, lips, nothing. And and I'm a month behind. When do you get to do that? Well, I texted Lisa for next week. I'm like, look, well, I texted her for this week and she's like, I can't. I'm like, look, I I am going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I need you to do it. Um, Hopefully next week. Honestly, I'm, it's nothing's concrete yet. I need to get it concrete. I was supposed
0: you, to do it two weeks ago, you but I couldn't. Just come in during my lunch one time. Honestly, I'll knock you're it so out.
1: busy. I really can't. You say that, but like, if you there were times I was going to come up there and you're like, starves. I'm not there or I'm busy. And I'm like, <laughs> well, shit. Okay. It's in my and I was just going to go up and shop.
0: Not Aren't even you, like. What were you going to do? You were going to do something, ear piercing? That and buy some things uh, that you have, some specific things up there. Well, even if I'm not there, um, there's something. I know, people but there. like, well,
1: I'm not going to go up there if you're not there. There's nothing. That's point. fair.
0: You know, Anyways, like, why would I
1: do that? I got your back,
0: girl. I won't ever let <laughs> you go this far
1: out again. If it wasn't for having 20,000 medications in my system in the last three weeks, that's, fair.
0: that's the only reason. I mean, it had better be a damn good reason because I'd, boyfriend's like I'd like, wake Your up looks at a I'm like,
1: <laughs> It's like complimenting so and I'm taking it as an insult.
0: Uh. Like, seriously, this is what you think. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so if I start, if I start Botox, I will never be able to stop Botox. <sighs> I mean, you're not going to have wanna, so many feelings, that's, but <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of feelings for this one.
1: Um, I'd say that, well, well, one, that's false. That's just like an opinion. Yeah, that's false. false. Okay. You could do Botox for 10 years and then decide you want to be all, you know, natural and use olive oil instead and mm. stop your Botox Judgment. Just No, you're not going to look like as good as you've looked the last 10 years that you've been doing Botox. Um, Botox is one of those things. It's not like this whole, like, I won't be able to stop. It's just you're going to see the effects of it, and you're really not going to want to stop.
0: Yeah. No, so, you answered that exactly like I months. would. It has nothing to do with you not being able to stop. You're just going to see how smooth and magical mm-hmm. your skin looks after getting Botox. And so if you stop, naturally, like any medication, you're going to go back to your body's what gonna you continue were before. And you're, yes, you're going okay. to continue to... You're still gonna age, but you're gonna look less agey. I know that's it's, it's a technical term that I'm using. Ag. She went to medical medical school. I went to medical school. She went to and medical so I'm school. So qualified <laughs> to talk about these things. But no, I mean I, honestly, if you if you stop your Botox, you're gonna go back to the way. You, That you looked before starting Botox Mm -hmm. and those lines are going to start to stay, even though you're not making those expressions. And so, yeah, it's not that you can't stop. You're just not going to want to. So or you'll stop for a few months or you'll stop because you get
1: pregnant and you have to. But they always come back. They
0: always come back. Oh, my
1: God. I'm like the minute that baby pops out. (laughs) They're
0: like, bring it to (laughs) the hospital. We should start a new (laughs) the breastfeeding Associations are going to hate me for this, oh, but we I should know. start a new business where it's like, we will come to you as soon as you uh, pop that yeah. baby out and do your Botox. Like a hospital visit. Exactly. For sure. Um, this one gave me some like bad PTSD and goosebumps and triggered. It's easy to tell who had injections. No. False. 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 So, I mean, the whole point, it's kind of like a bad review, right? Like if you had a wonderful experience, you're not really likely to leave a good review. If you had a bad experience, what's the first thing you're going to do? I'm going to leave a review on I'm your be ass. A Karen, quick. I'm going to be a Karen. I understand that like wholeheartedly <laughs> right now. So it's the same thing with injectables. You're not going to notice the good injections. You're only going to notice the bad ones, unfortunately. And I feel like there's a lot of bad injections out there that are the result of people going to multiple injectors, the injector not saying no, maybe the overfilled face has become normalized, you know, with whoever you're seeing and they the injector might have that overfilled face. But, you know, ultimately I have so many women that come to see me and they tell me cuz I have for some reason lately I have a lot of blank canvases coming to see me and I love it. That's A good. lot of people that haven't had injections before are coming in and I love that. And um and I attribute that to, to promoting myself as a natural beauty driven injector and, and normalizing aging as a normal thing and being okay with aging. But, um, but I have a lot of women that say that they talk to their husbands and, and I think they say this because they're scared too. They're like, I just don't want you to come back looking not like yourself. That's not the goal for injections. The goal for injections is to emphasize what makes you naturally beautiful Mm -hmm. and to continually rejuvenate those features Mm -hmm. and to restore them. If you know, they've, they've become, you know, if you look in the mirror, because it, it happens overnight, just like Dr. Hani had said it, most people come in and they say, I feel like this happened overnight. Mm-hmm. And that's all the time. I hear it all the time. And, I'm, and in my head, I'm thinking like, no way, I'm not going to wake up. And, but it, if you hear it enough times at some point, you have to believe it. So my answer to this is that you, even as the person getting the injections, will come back to me at some point and be like, I don't really notice much of a difference. You're not supposed to. Um You're supposed to feel like you look less tired. Your pictures are going to be a little brighter. Um, You should notice stuff. Augmentation-wise, you'll notice like your lips being done or your tear troughs and stuff. But ultimately, it should just look rejuvenated, not completely different.
1: Exactly. And I hear a lot after I do a first-timer if we're doing, you know, like a subtle little cheek pop and a lip is like the perfect little intro to doing, you know, something further than Botox, but I hear it a lot from first timers that do filler for the first time. And I see them back for their, either the follow-up or their back, you know, for their regular Botox appointment. And they're like, I was at brunch the other day with my girlfriends, or I was at a family function and everyone just kept saying how good I looked, but like, they can't pinpoint what I did. Cause you don't look different. You just look refreshed or you look just, you know, those 20 year old cheekbones that you had, those fat pads have shifted downward because you're 45 or whatever. And the aging process has happened and you're just now getting into fillers. So let's just lift you back up and no, you're not going to look 20 again, but you're going to have that younger looking natural. It's still, even when you do fillers, you're, you're building these fillers and laying these fillers down on your natural anatomy we're not just placing filler in random areas in your face right so wherever your cheekbone naturally lies is where this filler is going it's just lifting it up a little bit
0: we're trying to make you look less tired even though we're all tired as shit
1: exactly we don't have to look it, even if we are and so you know i think people think that they're going to get a whole new face if they do you know cheeks, tear troughs, lips and botox in one session. No, but are you when I see you in a month for your follow up, are you going to look dang good? Yep, you sure mm-hmm. are. Are you going to look different? No, you're just going to look younger. But not like 20 years younger or not like you. You're just going to look rejuvenated or you maybe 3 years ago.
0: And that's on just as if you're an injector listening, that's all just on laying down your expectations and educating yes. your client cuz even with with threads, I love threads. They tighten the skin, they they help regenerate collagen. But it's not going to look like a facelift. We're we're trying right. to not get you to that before picture. We're trying to just do a nice, even keel maintenance right. on, on what you look like and just fight the fight. We're fighting the fight. We're and fighting it hard. I don't do threads. And
1: so when I have a patient and I turn, I will turn patients away who have some pretty significant jowling going on or something in their lower face, but they already naturally have a full mid face that there's really not much I can do. So right. I will send them Heather's way. Um, you know, f- cause she does the threads and I just don't do them and I don't, you know, it's just not something I want to get into. I think it's great. And I think there's an ideal candidate for threads. And I think if you go to somebody like Heather who really has trained well and knows a lot about it, that's when you, I'm fine turning away a few thousand dollars right. because I know that I'm not going to get them the result that they, need to achieve that but me sending them to a trusted person they're going to come back to me for their botox they exactly. trust me and they know i'm not trying to get their money i want them to get the result that they need at which point right. i send them to heather i don't do noses either also refer to heather <laughs> so I do 20
0: percent noses and if not i refer to dr okay i so- like
1: i don't I don't do noses, I don't do threads,
0: so I I send people elsewhere. I'm the best, like, (laughs) punter of all times. If it's football, I'm going to punch you if you're not a good candidate, because, you know, at the end of the day, the goal for Mm -hmm. a good ethical injector Mm -hmm. is to have that long relationship, because you're trying to do the best thing for that person, and I tell people, because I have several colleagues that do the same thing for, whether it be threads or, like, I send, you know, if you're a surgical candidate, you're not going to get to, Rahani I send all my bluffs to Rahani. Bluffs and neck for days. Yep. There's not, I see a lot of injectors doing threads in the necks and having great results, but also I feel like you're going to spend a lot of money every year to maintain that. Whereas you can spend a little bit more and have a 10 year result. So, you know, ethically I'm going to send you to somebody that's going to take care of you. And even when I get those people that are like, you know, Missy sent me in for threads, I'm sending them back for Botox and filler because that's just the right thing to do. You're trying to have a long-term relationship with people, not just a, yeah, I can do that for you, even though it's going to give you this awful result or just a result that isn't going to be compare like why would I spend the money on something that's not going to look like I want it exactly to? well and they're not going to be happy and then they're going to come back to you anyway
1: unhappy at that point oh yeah so, either way you're going to get you it just back. don't win if you, you can't don't. if you can't if they if that fat pad under that eye is sticking out like and you just you know don't I don't put just, some filler on uh-uh, it for I'm the like love I'm not going to do it I'm just going to send you for surgery that's yes
0: it. For the love. <laughs> okay so next thing but Botox will make my wrinkles disappear um,
1: f- well, f- false, but not, I mean, like disappear forever. No. For a temporary time. Yes. If you maintain on the right appropriate schedule with the right dosing, then yeah. Like I haven't had a, s- a static wrinkle on my forehead since 23, since 23 since years. Since
0: 2021. <laughs> Cause she hasn't had her Botox. Y'all. <laughs> Dang it. Listen, it's real bad. But anyway, um, it's not that bad. I just I was like, wow, you have a lot more movement than I've ever seen in our entire relationship. of I, being friends, I realize this is the most movement I've had it's since never- I was 23 it.
1: years old. So yeah. Um, so but you still look great. Well, thank you. I just wanted to add that on there. Well, thank you. Um, no, it's, but well, well, Botox make your wrinkles disappear. I mean, yes to an, I mean, yeah, if you go every two and a half months and you get the appropriate dosing and you're doing, your, there's no reason you should have a, a wrinkle in your forehead. If you aren't like starting at 60, you know, if you, but if you stop and as it wears off, are you going to have wrinkles? Of course. Cause you, it's, they're created by muscle movement. Toxins are used to stop muscle movement. So the minute the toxin wears off, the muscle is moving and the line is being created. So it just depends. It'll disappear. If you go in every three months, like you're supposed to and get the appropriate amount,
0: um, then yeah, maybe for a year, you don't see a single line on your face. If you're doing that. I think this is a good, this is a two part answer for me. The first part of it is Botox is better as a preventative than it is as a treatment. So Some clients think, this is a myth, that if you go in with very deep, set-in wrinkles, that if you get Botox whenever you, quote-unquote, need it that the Botox is going to be like a magic eraser no. and just wipe those lines away. No, that's and, not that, that's and not it doesn't work that way. So if you think about the actual mechanism of action of Botox, it works underneath the skin. It works on the muscles that are causing those wrinkles to occur over time with repetitive movement. And the more you have that movement, over time, as you lose the bounce back, which is the collagen, those lines are more likely to stay there. So the two part answer to this is number one, if you are in your twenties or thirties or even forties, forties with great genetics, and you don't have any static lines, which is just a fancy word for lines that are still there when you're not making that expression. If you, if you don't, and you start Botox, as long as you continue it every three to four months, so quarterly, You will never have an opportunity to have those deep lines set in ever. Now, if you're in your 40s or even, I mean, I've seen 20 year olds with set in lines because they like Mm -hmm. worship the tanning bed or they have bad genetics and lost the genetic lottery. If you start Botox as a treatment, the chances of you erasing those lines are diminished. The younger you are, the more likely you are to lose them. If you keep up with your skincare hygiene, but if you're 40 or 50 and you have deep set in lines, my conversation is way different because like I said, Botox is amazing, but it's not holy water and I'm not Jesus. I can't make things disappear that can't. So, you know, you can keep up with it. Those lines might stay there and we combine it with other therapies, but I can at least guarantee that they won't get worse. Right. It, it all is based off of your consultation and it's all, yeah,
1: it's all about timing of when you start these things and where you're at, you know, and, and either way, whether you start it as a preventative or you barely have a line or just a faint of a line or a deep set wrinkle, either way, it's not a one and done thing regardless. Even my young yeah, you girls. You can't do it for like a preparation for an event. Right. It's just something that like, if you're getting married in a month, no, I mean, if you have lines, static wrinkles, those are not going to be gone in a month. No. You should have started to Botox a year, or a year and a half ago. And then, yeah, you're probably smooth, your forehead would be smooth if you stayed on top of it between now and then. But um, no, it's definitely not a one and done. So I think that there is no direct answer. I, I like it's like a two part thing. It depends on where you are when you come in. And, is Botox addictive? Uh, like. A drug, no. I'm but. like, true, <laughs> true, 100% true. Like, not like, you know, AM. heroin, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, when you see the result, it's almost like, I mean, I swear the most common thing I hear when they come back is like, I wish I hadn't waited so long to do it. Same. It's it, when you see, and it doesn't hurt. It's takes, you know, 10 minutes to do. I mean, it's like. It should not hurt. No, your... it should not feel more than a mosquito bite. Exactly. So if it feels more than mosquito bite, then there's something wrong. Now reassess the... your person <laughs> doing it. Yeah. And like the size of needles are using and <laughs> everything. Um, but no, it should feel about like a mosquito bite. And typically it's done within 10 minutes. And, you know, it's and then you, you know, give it the seven to 10 days, the
0: onset and give it the seven to 10 days. Y'all, I, can I just tell you Rinse today? Rinse and repeat. Shit. Don't text me the next day and be like, my Botox didn't work I yet. I literally had a... I have to tell you a quick, I had a quick side story. Please. She...
1: I went into work today. Mind you, I haven't really been working because I've been recovering. And so I did, I did Botox on her last week, last Tuesday. And I go into work today and she's back on my schedule. And I'm like... And they're like, oh God. So she called and apparently she had called, I did her on a Tuesday. She called Thursday and said that her wrinkles were worse and it didn't work. Do you see those goosebumps <laughs> right now? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> triggered. I go, well, she was 10 minutes late to her appointment today. I said, I bet she's not going to show up because it's now day seven mm-hmm. and it has set in. No, she showed up. But let me tell you, this is a great example for the last point we just made. She shows up. She's like, I have this line still here right in the middle okay and i'm like okay scalp for me zero movement i said okay if i add anything more there that line's still going to be there because it's going to take repeated visits at this time frame in order for that line to dissipate further Mm
0: -hmm. it's not
1: going to go away after one session and right now you're not moving at
0: all so therefore i'm not adding anymore that's good that was like a combination answer right that line was set in no, you cannot put filler there. Oh yeah. No, I'm not,
1: not doing that either for, and it was so faint still, but because it was so visible to the eye, she said she wanted more. She thought she needed more. I'm like, no, this is based off of movement. So try and move for me first. And you can't because it's set in day seven. You're sure it's, you're good. Yes. Um, but when she called last thir- two days after and said it made her wrinkles worse and it didn't work. And then today nothing, <gasps> nothing moved. That's
0: Nothing the thing. moved on this. <laughs> Look, this wasn't on the most commonly asked myths or or things on. But, this but we is hear it all the time. All of the all time. The time. So, it didn't work. Well, we did it four days ago. So that, that's another. Just to add on weeks. to that. <laughs> if <laughs> here's a common myth. If I if I do Botox now, will I get to use less Botox later? Oh, it's a good. This is a good one. No no you treat the muscle
1: as a whole your muscles not getting smaller as you go on with time you right treat the muscle as a whole and depending on the result that you want you might find at times you want to be more frozen and we end up using more botox so and by botox y'all we just mean toxins yeah i there's there's four feel bad different yeah
0: Disport shout yeah. out zeomin shout out shout out we're there's not por- like there's another new one coming out apparently that's supposed to last longer i'm still waiting Uh, There was a new filler that just came out too. The orange. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I just ordered, well, I'm about to order some. You have to tell me after I'll the show. I'll tell you all the scoop. Lisa told me about it, and I was like, <gasps> I know, I want to know, I want to um, know more. So my, okay, so my answer to this, so if you think about, again, if you think about the anatomy, if you, if you don't work out, if you've been working out consistently for a long time, your muscles are going to grow. If you stop working out, those muscles are going to get smaller. So with Botox, if you inactivate the muscle activity, it may thin out a little bit. My theory is you're never going to use less because you're going to find other areas to inject. So once you treat the forehead and in between the brows, you're going to be like, well, now I see this. Now I see the bunny lines or the crow's feet. It's not that the Botox caused those lines. The Botox is not going to cause you to age more. Mm -hmm. The Botox is going to cause you to see more things because I can't tell you how many times I get client photos of them at every different angle in every different lighting showing me what lines they're seeing that they never had before until i started to inject them and the problem is if you start to smooth out a canvas that's already crinkled if you smooth out part of the canvas you're going to be extra focused on part of the canvas Mm -hmm. that is crinkled so My answer to that is the muscles can get smaller, but I'm still going to treat it with the same dose because that's been proven to work. Right. And as long as you're not showing signs that you're going to drop a brow anytime soon, I'm not going to, I'm not going to change from that dosage, but you are going to notice other things that are going to happen because even though you're doing Botox, you're still going to age and you're still going to see lines. And there's certain things that we can, we can treat or certain areas we can treat with Botox that are different from those areas that you've been treating.
1: And just to clarify, because I feel like this is a very common one that's not on the list. So the area between your brows, your glabella, is a set of muscles. The wrinkles you get on your nose, at the top of your nose, when you scrunch your nose, is a separate set of muscles. So when people get their glabella treated and then they come back and they say, well, I still have all these lines here. It didn't work. Well, we didn't treat that. Those I, would be I, bunny tr- lines. I
0: bring that up at beginning, like at the I first. Don't I started just using start it out. as I, like a common area because I'm like, let's go ahead and treat those because they're not cute once yeah, they stay there. They're yeah. cute before they do, but not after. Well, I just like some people, I don't feel like a lot of people
1: complain about those, but then I hate when they like when we treat globella and then they're like, well, I still have all these. Well, I'm like, well, we didn't, that's, that's technically a different area. It's a different area. We didn't treat that. You didn't ask
0: for that. So I didn't exactly. do that. Exactly. So. Botox doesn't last as long if you exercise frequently.
1: Um, so I have to say oh, my opinion on this is probably not super accurate, but it's my opinion based off of my clientele. I have quite a few clients that um, compete in what are the like workout like shows like yeah like bodybuilder shows yeah bodybuilder shows. Um so I have clientele that does you know, I have a lot of clientele that's like they're like, you know, fitness instructors or yoga instructors and they're doing multiple workouts a day. Um, you know, so I have clientele that they're really, really active more than the average person. So I would say for the average person, it's you know, if you work out once a day, no, that's not going to really make it wear out that fast. I think there are select clients though, that I do feel wear out or metabolize their Botox a little fast, but it's those people that are really living a specific lifestyle where, you know, cause if you think about it, if you lift like a dumbbell, you're, actively moving that your glabella Right. You know? So it's not even so much even just based off the metabolism. It's also based off of like if you're lifting weights twice a day for 30 minutes a day or whatever the I don't even know. Just whatever you do to prepare for a bodybuilding show. Like you're using those facial muscles when you work out. Like watch yourself in the mirror every next time you work out. You're using these facial muscles that we're trying to keep relaxed. Right. And you're actively like pushing them harder unknowingly. Um So I do think in people with certain lifestyles, yes, they do burn through it a little faster.
0: The average person, no. I I agree with your answer, and I'm surprised because before I was like, "Mm, I don't know. So the critically thought out, or I guess research-based answer would be that no, there's no documented evidence that shows that people who exercise more are going to wear out their Botox faster. But I will say... I have been hitting the gym more. I don't know if you've noticed, but if you haven't, I have noticed on your you ancestors stories. Follow my oh, I've noticed. My, all, your all my selfies <laughs> at Injector underscore Heather on Instagram because I share them a lot. There's a there's a purpose for this at some point, but I have noticed that my own injections have not lasted as long as they used to, and obviously that's not like a medically medical background based research that I can say, you know, confidently that that's what happened. But for somebody that myself, I've been getting Botox or Dysport since I was 28 consistently until I was pregnant with the twins for like a small period of time. And then I immediately started injecting again. Um, yeah, I've noticed that it doesn't last as long. I think,
1: Mine is not science-based. Mine is based off of experience. I've off of personal experience with my particular clientele. Um, I do see those people back more people who are working their metabolism, you know, at a faster rate than the average person. I do see them back more often.
0: Well, it makes sense because if you inject the lips for a lip flip, you know, we have to do a smaller dose there. mm -hmm. Those muscles move a lot. So Mm -hmm. they wear off within yeah. like one to two months. It toxins
1: are dose dependent and if you are you know if I've been treating and I one particular patient comes to mind I've been treating her for years we do the same amount in her forehead and her glabella every time but she recently started competing for shows for bodybuilding shows and she's like and more often and that's it, my that's my only explanation is you have had a significant lifestyle change and you're you know before you were just You know, momming it up and not really working out or not any more so than the average mom of two young babies. And I said, and now you're doing, you're like competing, you know, your diet has changed the, you know, the way that you exercise has changed. Everything's changed. I said, so, yeah, you We're
0: saying true then.
1: Yeah, I mean, and she's noticed the difference <laughs> that her her Botox is not and her lip
0: filler is not lasting as All long. Right. I, I know that there's several listeners that are like, okay, well, I don't work out, and I still notice that my Botox is wearing off faster. I feel like that 2020 and 2021 have also caused us to work out the muscles that we're treating because if you think about it. When we treat the forehead, those are worried mm-hmm. lines. When mm-hmm. we treat in between the brows, those are angry lines. Or so- I don't know about you, but I've been worried and angry since 2019, <laughs> girl. <don't laughs> since I know the it. beginning of 2019. So yeah. the answer to that we think is yes, but we can't. Medically prove or disprove that.
1: Well, and two, think about all the people that are now working from their
0: computer at home. It's glaring at the computer. Staring
1: at the computer at home. You don't realize that you are actively moving your glabella muscles when you're squinting at a computer for eight hours a day at home. Whereas before, you might have only spent so many, you know, four hours out of the day and then four hours doing whatever. um But now you have to be on a computer because that's, you know, what you have to do because of COVID. Um, so, you know, think about the lifestyle changes that have taken place since since 2020 that, you know, we're all under more stress. Yeah, we're exactly. all maybe yelling at our kids a little bit more. We're definitely
0: yelling at <laughs> so, our kids, I mean, our
1: spouses, our friends, like You stayed everybody. home. You had to suddenly everybody had to become a teacher for a time. I know I was a bit more irritable during that time frame. Like, nope, like there's a reason I don't teach. Yeah. Like, I
0: mean, I will say time and time again, like if anything 2020 has given us, and 2021, because let's be real, has given us a little bit of PTSD. Yeah. But some patience, and I think that we're all, like, coping with stressors a little bit better, some of us. Yeah. So, okay, there's two more questions, and then we will be done with this. But these are my favorite ones. So the first one is... Wait, let me find it. I just lost my spot. Okay. Um... One moment, one moment, one moment. Uno momento. Because I want to save the one that I'm looking at <laughs> for the last question because I feel like it's a good one. We already talked about fillers don't make you look fake if you do it Mm-mm. the right way. Okay. If I don't like my filler, I'm stuck with it. False. False, false, false.
1: Um, There are some injectables that cannot be dissolved, but as far as your— I average ha filler it can be dissolved it can be taken away
0: immediately yeah so i think ha is hyaluronic acid so i think as the consumer you don't have to remember those big words just ask your injector if they have dissolver in their fridge Mm -hmm. at all times they should always always Um, a lot of it
1: yeah so yeah i mean and in the event and and i mean yeah there again there's you'll know if you're putting something, you should know if they're putting something in your, your body, Please that, know
0: what you're putting in your body that, yeah, I won't even bring up the Hyaluron pen. Cause that's just, okay. We ain't even, I'm go not, there. no, it's we're already um, 53 but, minutes in, but it's things like, like
1: hour. you know, certain things can just not be dissolved. There are certain injectables that are on the market and there's not very many, only two I'm thinking of come to mind that really, that cannot be dissolved, like right there on the spot. So, right. um, just, I imagine your injector would educate you on that before you make that commitment because they are also not cheap either. So you'll know you should know everything about what's about to go in your face, especially for the amount you're going to spend. Yeah, guys, just as a general, don't
0: group on your your facial. Mm -mm,
1: Don't do it. Um, But yeah, I mean, 90 percent of what we use as injectors can be dissolved on the spot if so if you e- have, even have it three days and you decide I don't want it or whatever the case may be, it can be taken away. So don't think you're stuck with it. You're not stuck with it. And also go to your injector. If you feel like, you know, I I get it too. Like I had Botox and I hated it and then I just didn't go back. Like sometimes these things can be corrected. If it's like you had like a little more movement on one side than the other, but then you just with it for three months and then let, and then didn't go back. Like that's actually something that could be quickly corrected. And then you're not unhappy for three months. Yeah. If you're in, if you
0: (laughs) you communicate with your injector and they sound offended, it's not the right injector or they're having a bad day. But like for me, I tell my patients, like, let me know if you have any issues or concerns with it. Before you go on Dr. Google, because the thing is a lot of, a lot of the times, because we're underdosing Botox a little bit when we first meet you, which that's into the next thing that you might have more movement than what you like. And, and so we can, we can correct that. And it's not even a correction. It's just trying to figure out your musculature and right. like. Like I have, I have clients where, you know, and this was back in the day before I really educated them. We're not going to give you the full gamut of dose of Botox until we can see what your muscles do because we don't want to drop your brows. If you drop the brows, you cannot correct that. There's certain things that you can do to try to correct it. I'm not ballsy enough to do that. So I send them to Rahani because he can inject some eye muscles to try to make it lift. I'm not gonna do that. I don't wanna be responsible for that. I don't want it. So, you know, I tell people if your if your eyebrow goes to Jesus. After two weeks, that does not mean that you got too much Botox. That's a very common misconception because people right. think of Botox, the brow lift, you might get a mild brow lift, but if the Botox makes your eyebrow go to Jesus, that means it needs to come back down. And that's correctable within that. That's immediately correct. Yeah. It just means you need a little bit more that <laughs> exactly. your muscles can support it. I would rather Spock
1: you than drop you. Right. And, and. Like So don't be afraid, like all my patients have my cell phone number because the meds, what I work for is closed on the weekends and I only am there three days a week. So like if it's my day off and I got a patient freaking out, I would rather them call me, like had that patient I just spoke about a minute ago called me two days later and told me that it made her wrinkles worse and that it didn't work. I would have explained to her Um, it takes Although I did explain to her it takes seven to ten days, I don't know why what made her think it would work after two. But anyway, then I would have re- I would have reiterated that I told her to let me know after ten. I like it's like almost. Do you have your Do you have your spiel that's like habit
0: let when you walk know into the front after two weeks? You can still if you have a like if you need to call the suicide filler or Botox hotline, call me first because right. I'll talk you back down. I mean that in the most respectful way. Yes, let me know before you start looking up and spending. Right. hours of time and energy trying to figure out what happened when you have, you came to me for a reason. Right. You trust me. I'm an expert in my field of what I do. I know a lot about a little bit and a lot of what I know has to do with injectables. So if you're going through something that you know is unexpected or you weren't prepared for, let us know because I don't have too much pride to tell you like, oh man yeah, I know we need to dissolve that or yeah. we need to add more right. Botox or every now and then we did too much. We need to cut the dose back next time. Yeah. It's an easy, like majority of the
1: time, it's an easy resolve or it's just a communicational thing or, a you know, a misheard incident or whatever the case may be. I have like a script that I just automatically my body just says it as I check, walk them up just to the front. Room. it. Yeah. It's like without fail, you have my number, please give it, you know, that seven to 10 day mark, reach out to me if we need to tweak anything after that 10 days. And I'm happy to do so. It's yeah, like, easy. it just flows. It says, it gets said to every, every patient. Um, I want them to reach out to me first because otherwise because the lack of knowledge on the in the field, they think that, oh, I'm stuck with this Spock brow for three months. No, right. just, it takes two seconds and two units to fix that. Literally. And, like, it's not a big deal. And no, we're not going to be mad. We and would if you don't tell you... us, then we
0: don't put it in your chart. Then we do the same thing Ex- next, next time. time. Exactly. Exactly. So. Okay, last question, because this is my favorite. My Botox didn't last at least three months. Did my last injector dilute it? Oh, um, I need a drink. I'm going to get one too. Hold on. Mm, mm,
1: mm. Okay. Okay. That was a big drink. That was actually. a chug, <laughs> actually. Um, the FDA has cleared the toxins, most toxins. I don't think there's one that's cleared over three months. There's
0: not. They okay. claim it, but right. there's not. So the
1: FDA has legally cleared these toxins to last three months. I tell my patients two and a half to three months because what I don't want to happen is them to wait a month or two longer and get completely back to baseline. If anything, I want to see them a little sooner so we can add before they're totally back to baseline to prevent those wrinkles from, or giving those muscles the opportunity to start really creating the wrinkle again. Um, Also, Again, I'm more of a natural injector. And so unless somebody comes to me and says, I want to be frozen and I don't want to move, I'm going to do what I feel is an average, maybe slightly underdosed dosing. So will you get four months out of that? No. But am I going to make you frozen? No. If you don't ask for that, I'm not going to do that. Am I going to give you correction to where you're not going to see wrinkles or movement? Yes, but there's a difference between seeing 100 percent correction and being frozen and so it's just i if anything i slightly underdose then what and not by a lot it would be like by a couple of units like we actually were talking before this what the average units we put in a middle brow area or glabella i say anywhere from 12 to 16 she says 16 to 20 okay so if she's getting, so because she's doing sixteen to twenty, her patients might be getting four months out of it, and I might need to, you know, start moving mine up. Um, But I typically see, I most of my patients get three months, which is right. the FDA clearance. So yeah. there's no reason for me to feel like I need to, like, you know, add significantly more if they're getting that three month mark, unless they want to be frozen. And I feel like my clientele, I've got about ten percent that sit down in my chair and they are that I know or they tell me I don't want to like I want to be frozen frozen right so at that point then I of course hike it up quite increase a bit increase it a little
0: bit <laughs> all right well insert my pedestal because i have a lot to say <laughs> about this. so the dilution rumor it really irks me because I think because that this market is so competitive that if a if a client goes to a new injector a lot of the times that injector might feel pressured or might just feel like they want to agree with the client on thinking that the injector diluted their talks. But ultimately, I think that this hurts us as an industry, mm-hmm. like as a whole my theory is so you brought up. Sorry, I three didn't months. even answer that question. I no, just, you, <laughs> you did kind of. I did. Did. <laughs> did dosage equals duration, right? right? So, you know, you you answered, and and I'm glad that you did the way you, that you did because you you underdose or not even underdose, but you do the minimum of that range for your new clients because. We don't really know your muscles. We can't Mm -hmm. see. We can't visualize. We're going based on the expressions that you're making. And there are some that when they, because I always, and if your
1: injector doesn't ask you to make facial expressions before she injects you, see another injector. for sure. We have to see the way those muscles are pulling, how far, how strong. And that's how we determine how much you need. So exactly. I do have some patients where I start at 16 or I'll start at 20 because right. I can see that corrugator, how big that it is, muscle. how strong
0: it is. So it depends on the patient, but the average 100%. is, you know. Yeah, but yeah, it's all individualized. And that's a, that's a reason why we can't quote you over the phone either. That's like yeah, a whole oh, show. Yeah. That's a whole show. <laughs> so, you know, my thing is it it's best as an injector if you're listening to not spread that rumor on dilution. I think if you guys are going to Botox parties, you're asking for it because they don't, we don't know where that injector is. Unless it's like somebody that you know that you see on a regular basis who has agreed to do a Botox party, that's one thing. But if it's like a one eight hundred Botox person that comes from a different state that's coming to see you and they're never going to see you again. You don't know where they work. That that's a that's a sign that you know maybe they could because yes you could make more money off of diluting it. But what I've learned as an injector is that the most common reason why your Botox isn't lasting. Three to four months is because dosage equals duration. Mm-hmm. The more concentrated your doses, the longer your tox is going to last. And I've told this story before. There was one time where I accidentally doubled my dose of Disport while I was learning how to reconstitute it, and I did literally, I did 20 unit aliquots. Oh fuck! So was that 20, 40, 60? I did a, I did 100 units uh-huh. right here. And 100, right here, in between my brows, and I did 100 units on my forehead, and I legit was like, all right, guys, family, children, if- I don't know what's going to happen. Because <laughs> this part, the one advantage is it, it kicks in a little yeah. quicker. But I was like, I Can't don't know what's going to happen in the next week. <laughs> I might not be able to see y'all. I might not my be eyes able to are gonna just close. I don't know what's going to happen, but I will tell you, it was the best It probably treatment. lasted you like six it months. It lasted <laughs> me six months. And it was at the time I was working at a place that was a corporation and management had flown in from another state just to like do their little annual check-in. And they were face-to-face with me and dead ass looked me in my eyes and they were like, you know, we were kind of concerned when we first hired you because we knew, you know, personally that I was going through a divorce at that mm-hmm. time. But you look so happy. And I was like, <laughs> I am. <laughs> but was I? We don't know. Nobody really knows. And I'm going to leave that story at that. Nobody's oh, going to know what I felt. God. But I looked pleasant. So my theory is dosage equals duration. Yes. But people, and I agree with this, people don't really want to pay the amount that it could take to give you longer lasting results. So I'm like you. I will, I will do the bare minimum. And see if we need to adjust to it until you're happy with it. And that is why it's important to stick with your injector, have a committed relationship. I know those are hard Mm -hmm. these days, but, um, you know, you get what you pay for in the injectable world, just, you know, like every other industry. So when you find a good one and they give you the results that you like, stick with them. If you start with a new one and you didn't get the results that you liked the first time, go back to them if you pick them based on research right. that you've done and give
1: them the opportunity. Cause it, again, as a consumer, what seems like a really big deal or an unfixable problem to you is probably something super easy to fix. And at least this way she can notate that, you know, your left brow is more active. So next time we just need to add two extra units there. It's something as easy as that. But as far as the dilution or, you know, saying your Botox doesn't last from another place, the only time that anything like that raises a flag to me uh, or The fact that, you know, if you say I went and had, you know, Botox somewhere and it only lasted me a month, well, there's different questions that would be asked at that point in time. Do you know which toxin you use that she used? Do you know exactly how many units? Because that's the other thing. If you treat an entire forehead with 10 units, I don't expect that to last longer than a
0: month. And if you say that it worked for you last time, please go back to that injector because oh, I can't replicate mm-hmm. what they did. No. Or that 10 units covered your whole three area, did your crow's feet
1: and your belly and your forehead and you only paid, you know, $200. I, unfortunately I cannot do that. And I guarantee you that is not something.
0: Something is awry there. Yeah. I'd be the first person <laughs> to be like, I can't do that. And if you could, if, if she did, then I highly encourage you to go back to that person because they figured it out. <laughs>
1: on average, you're walking out thirty units minimum is a minimum. good is thirty units is a good average and this is if we're talking like Botox or Xeom and Dysport's a completely different dosing or even Javo I think they say is about the same, but D- Dysport's different. But on like a minimum average plan to you're gonna get 30 units give or take ish you know and that's right and that's really just like two areas if you're doing all three you plan for 50 units Good. give or take it's, it's is it worth it yes yeah so just you know budget out if you have to or just don't start it un- if you know because that's the ladies other thing. of
0: america you guys know how to budget okay i've seen you had do it, it from we listen my favorite
1: is okay, can I put this on this card and this on this? I have to hide it from my husband. I'm going to use this much
0: cash. I'm like, girl, you pay however you need to. Whatever you need to do to keep this under the radar for you, that's fine. Husbands, if y'all are listening, just mute this for the next 30 seconds. Women, are y'all still there? We know that y'all take advantage of that cash back option at the grocery store. (laughs) It's
1: my favorite. (laughs) When I was planning my divorce, I tell you what,
0: (laughs) like y'all be coming in with some cash. Okay. And keep doing that because my cash dash is for my future plastic surgery. So I appreciate it and support it 100%. I love cash. Well, now that we're like over an hour, over an hour in, over an hour into this, um, I think we should stop here because. If you're still listening, you're a trooper. I really appreciate right, your stuff. You really on love injectables. If in fact you're, I'm so very <laughs> passionate about it. Well, tell everybody where they can find you: your podcast, yeah. your Explore Box, your social media. Um, so the podcast
1: is at Don't Call Us Pretty. Uh, the subscription box is um at Explore Box. Explore does not have an e, so E X P L O R B O X. And then I am Missy Bowie, and I am. I guess Missy underscore buoy. Do you forget? Too. I don't know my own handle. And then Pretty Hurts DFW is my uh, injectable
0: one. Fuck if I know. Well, I got four accounts. Y'all. It's, it's a lot. Just put in the show notes. I, I try not to be complicated on <laughs> I mean, mine. You guys already know my um, Instagram handle is at injector underscore Heather. House of Beauty is where I reside at. It is at house of beauty underscore FW. Make sure you follow both. I try to stay pretty interactive with you guys and give you the most. Just in general. I do the most. She's always doing the most. I do the most. She really does. If you're listening to this podcast, please make sure you subscribe and leave a review. I do look at those. And I've noticed y'all have not been leaving very many reviews. So I'm if you have something one. nice to say, please say it. If you don't, then just don't say it. But do. But don't. Be nice about it because I have I'm sensitive. She will cry, y'all. I've I seen do cry. It. I shed a single tear. Just one. It's a, it's you just, it's you allergies.
1: can't tell because of, of the Botox. It just kind of slowly drips out, but it there's slowly no Slowly fas- drips out. There's no, fa- just one eye.
0: There's no it's facial confusing. movement. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. We're going to continue the aesthetic series next week. We're gonna, we are going to talk to the pre- vice president. I hope I get that right. He's going to, be super excited if I don't. Of MERS, <laughs> and they do all of the radius and Xeomin, and we're going to talk about how that is different from all the other injectables. I hope you guys got something from this. If not, I'm sorry for you. I will look forward to talking <laughs> to you guys again next week on Sex, Love, and Injectables. Bye, Bye. You guys.